Hello and welcome to Meditales. I am so excited. I'm your host, Ashley O, and I have three boys and they love to hear stories. I bet you do too. What's so awesome about Meditales is that we end every story with a lesson that points back to the gospel of Jesus Christ so that we can see that at the core of every story is the Meditale. If you're enjoying our episodes, make sure to follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Meta Tales Friends. There, you can see some original art from our stories, see updates for our upcoming YouTube channel, and of course, get notifications when we post new episodes. We'd also love to feature your drawings on our social media. Send us your own original art and we'll post it on our feed. Before we jump into our story, we'd like to say thank you to some very special friends, Emma and Flint from Hong Kong, and a special shout out to the original Metatales kids, Asher, Oliver, and Xander from Texas. Thank you all so much for supporting Metatales. We're still a small podcast and we're growing, but every way that you support, whether it's leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, following us on social media, or supporting us financially, it helps us to grow and create more episodes for you. Okay, Metatales friends, today we have a story that is very dear to my heart, featuring special music by Emily McNally. Here we go with episode number five, Humility, Pride, and Beauty. Once upon a time in a little town, there lived a lady named Beauty. Beauty had long been looking for a partner, someone to marry. She was often pursued by men who cared only about her appearance and nothing about her heart. One day, the Lady Fate visited Beauty and told her she would finally find a partner. Fate spoke softly as she told Beauty what was to await her. Dear Beauty, you have much more to give than your long hair and red lips. It is to wed that is your destiny, to either a man named Pride or another named Humility. You will have none other than the best of men, and it is your heart that you will give to him. Beauty did not wish for either pride or humility to pursue her only because of her appearance, so fate granted her a special power to change into any form she wished. Beauty began her search. I am looking, I am searching for my love to show himself to me. Will I find you? You're the one who will look around and see. When people need a helping hand, you will take responsibility. We are given a choice, a crucial decision to make. To look within and ask if we will give or if we will take. I will give you my love if you take care of She traveled far and wide, covering mountains and valleys, hills and rivers, leaving her traces as she went. 
At last, she came upon the village where humility and pride lived. She decided upon appearing to the men in three forms. The first was a child, poor and dirty. She stationed herself on the side of the road and waited for humility and pride to walk by. First came pride. Please, sir, I am poor and sick. <coughs> My mother put me out of the house to search for food. It has <coughs> now been three days, and I have neither food nor strength to return home. I ask for no food from you now, but please, would you carry me on your back to my home so I can die in peace with my family? Pride turned his nose up toward the sky and held his head high and said, Girl, do you think it would benefit me to carry you upon my back? You would ruin my new clothes. No matter how the child pleaded with Pride, Pride would have none of it. He walked on his way and did not look back. Next came humility. Please, sir, <coughs> I am poor and sick. My mother put me out of the house to search for food. It has now <coughs> been three days, and I have neither food nor strength to return home. I ask for no food from you now, but please, would you carry me on your back to my home so I can die in peace? with my family. Humility pondered the child's request and thought for one second about his new clothes, for he was just as rich as pride and just as well dressed. But then he looked into the child's pleading eyes and at her dirty hands. He thought of how hungry the child must be and how cold she must be for lack of a coat. He searched the child's face and took pity. He said not a word, took off his own coat and put it on the child. He carried her to the market to buy food, and then to her home. When Humility came to the door of the house, the child disappeared. Humility left the food at the front door. He did not know the family in the house were hungry, and had prayed just that day for an angel to ease their burden. The second form Beauty decided was on a magistrate, a man of power. The magistrate had a hairy chin, and his face was stern and hard like a stone. He wore all the superfluous and silly golden trinkets that the magistrates of the day carried. This time, Beauty did not wait for pride and humility to come to her, but went to each of their homes herself. Beauty visited humility first. As the magistrate, she knocked loudly on his door. When humility answered, the magistrate stated his query. As you can tell, I am a man of power. I have earned these golden trinkets by the labour of those lesser than myself. I am in search of a servant who would feed my horse and wash my feet. If my servant proved himself worthy, he would be my heir. He would inherit my power along with my fine clothes and horses. Humility looked into the magistrate's eyes and saw no joy. He saw nothing but greed. He answered the magistrate directly but softly. Sir, I see you are a powerful man. When you speak, people obey, and when you ask, people give. But, sir, I also see that you are a sad man, for there is no laughter in your face or light in your eyes. I have no desire for the power you possess, for I see that it only brings despair. Beauty was surprised at his response, but continued to play the role. As the magistrate, she answered angrily, 
You are mistaken, and you will pay for your insults. I require all the gold in your house and the shoes on your feet, and you will be the disgrace of the town. Humility reluctantly gave up his gold and his shoes, and in his sadness left his home in search of some relief to his disgrace. As the magistrate, she visited Pride and knocked loudly on his door. When Pride answered, the magistrate stated his query. As you can tell, I am a man of power. I have earned these golden trinkets by the labour of those lesser than myself. I am in search of a servant who would feed my horse and wash my feet. If my servant proved himself worthy, he would be my heir. He would inherit my power along with my fine clothes and horses. These words were music to Pride's ears. Power was what he had long been searching for. Pride immediately put on his best clothes and followed the magistrate. As soon as the magistrate and his new servant Pride left the house, the magistrate disappeared and all the clothes and trinkets were left on the ground next to the animal. But they were no longer nice clothes and golden trinkets. Instead, there lay rags and pieces of rubbish, and instead of the magistrate's fine horse, there stood a mule. But pride, he could not see the magistrate's clothes for what they had become, what they really were. Pride was so hungry for power that his own heart had become hard and his eyes could not see the truth. Instead of rags, he saw fine clothes, and instead of rubbish, he saw golden trinkets, and instead of the mule, he saw the magistrate's fine horse. Pride thought to himself, Although the man is gone, he has left all his golden trinkets to me. Perhaps this man is well known for his power, and if I put on his clothes, all the people will think I am the man and will follow my orders. Blind Pride put on the rags and mounted the mule and trotted around, giving people orders. The rest of the people were not so blind. They could see the rags, the rubbish, and the mule. And while Pride went around shouting orders, they laughed. Pride kept on, too blind to hear their laughter. The third and last form Beauty took on was a tree. The tree was beautiful. Her limbs were graceful and her leaves soft. Searching for my love to show himself to me. Will I find you? You're the one who will look around and see. When people need a helping hand, you will take responsibility. We are given a choice, a crucial decision to make. To look within and ask if we will give or if we will take. I will give you my love if you take care of others so selflessly. She was a tree who could beckon a weary traveler and provide shade to those who needed it. That is just what happened when Humility walked by. Humility was now as poor as the young child he had met a few days ago, and even worse because he had no shoes. He was weary of walking and sad. Humility saw the beautiful tree and quickly sought rest in her shade. 
Oh, tree, you are the most merciful of all creatures I have encountered today. You do not laugh at me, but give only kindness and compassion in your shade. How I wish you could stretch your limbs around me and secure me in your beauty. Beauty did not wait another minute. She transformed back into her original form. Humility looked full upon her and fell in love. He saw her appearance was stunning, but more than that, he saw laughter in her face and joy in her eyes. Beauty parted her rose-red lips and spoke. Her voice was as smooth as water. Humility, I have deceived you three times. First, I was the poor child you took pity on. Then, the magistrate you refused. And last, I was the tree you sought shelter in. I took your bread, your coat, your gold, and your shoes. I have made you poor and a disgrace among the people in your village. But if you will have me, I will restore one hundredfold everything you have lost with my heart and will forever be faithful to you. Humility took beauty in his arms and kissed her. They found a minister and were married that very day to live happily ever after. I was looking, I was searching for my love to show himself to me. I have found you, you're the one who sees the best in every living being. I will take you as my love and forever will live happily because you This isn't the end of the story. While all this was happening, Pride was still strutting around on his horse and shouting orders at the people. He came upon beauty and humility as they walked hand in hand out of the church. Unlike humility, he didn't look into her eyes and see her joy. Instead, he saw her rosy red lips and her dark hair. He saw her form and the lightness of her feet, and he was jealous. He thought, I have fine clothes with golden trinkets, and I have power. All I need now is this woman, and I will be the envy of the town. Beauty saw his greed and spoke. Sir, you are deceived. This is not the first time you have looked upon me. I have appeared to you as the poor child you refused, and as a magistrate who, in your vanity, you served. Now... You parade about, shouting orders and acting like a fool. You are blinded by your hardness of heart. You have desired those things which are not for man to desire and have sacrificed your own joy for what will never truly make you happy. Now the darkness in your eyes is becoming greater. There is still time. Soften your heart and open your eyes and humble yourself, for you can yet live a happy life. Pride did not hear the mercy in Beauty's plea. Instead, he heard only what he thought was foolish talk from a beautiful woman. He refused Beauty's offer, looked upon her and her new husband once more, and strutted off on his mule. 
He would live a long time before he would see that his fine clothes were actually rags and his golden trinkets were rubbish. Fate would reveal all to him, but that's another story. because it's all about love. <laughs> I'm Evie, and I'm here to tell you just how beauty, humility, and pride all fit into the big story. Did you know all stories point to the big story? The story of creation. Fall. Redemption and restoration. This is the story that we all live in. First, let's look at what happened in the story. We start out with a beautiful lady named Beauty. She was so pretty, and she wanted to find someone to be her husband, so she went looking and searching for him. She met two men. Do you remember their names? Humility and Pride. That's right. Humility was very nice, and Pride was M-E-A-N mean. Beauty decided she wanted to see what kind of people humility and pride were, so she pretended to be three things. Do you remember how humility and pride responded? Did pride help the poor child? No. What about humility? Yes. Yes. He not only gave the child money for food, but he gave the child his own clothes to keep him warm. What about the rich, mean old man? Do you remember? He demanded that humility and pride be his servant. Did humility want to be his servant? No. What about pride? Yes. Yes. Because Pride wanted to be just like that old man. Pride didn't care that the old man was rude. He wanted to be like him because the old man was rich and had power. And then finally, Beauty pretended to be a tree. But not for long. She saw humility and showed him her true self. And then they got married and lived happily ever after. <sighs> Except for Pride. He just turned out to be a silly old man. This story isn't just about love, you know. It's about how we respond when we are given a choice. Pride always chose to do what was best for himself. He wanted to be rich and have everyone think how great he was. But humility was different. 
Have you ever heard of the word humility? It's not just the name of a character. Humility means that we think of others as better than ourselves, and we choose to serve others. You know the greatest example of humility? Yep, you got it. It was Jesus. Jesus is God and used to live with God in heaven, but he chose to live on the earth and serve people. Can you believe God came to earth? It's crazy, right? You know, when he came to earth, he could have done anything he wanted. He could have been a great king. He was God after all. But he didn't do that. The Bible says he humbled himself and came as a servant. He took care of people and served people. He even washed their dirty, stinky feet. <laughs> Do you know why? It was for you and for me and for everyone. Jesus came to earth to serve us and die for us all because he loves us. You know, when we realize God loves us that much, it changes us. It changes our hearts and we start to want to be like him and serve other people too. We can be like that and learn to serve others. Like letting other people have the first spot in the line at school. Or encouraging people when they are doing well in the sport. Even when they are doing better than us, we can help our parents set up the table for dinner or help our brother or sister with their chores. There are lots of things we can do to serve others. The amazing thing is, we might actually end up happier when we serve. Just like humility in the story got to marry the beautiful lady. God gives us a special kind of joy when we see other people happy because we help them. For us, the best part is we get to know Jesus and go to heaven when we die and then we will be happy forever. Oh, this reminds me of our verse for today. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. And God's mighty hand in God's mighty hand will lift you up will lift you up at the right time at the right time 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 6 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 6 Yes! You're awesome! Okay guys, that's all my time today. Bye-bye!